0: All right, welcome to the next episode of the Menace 2 Picks Podcast. JG the Joker here with uh, two special guests today. We're breaking down the big conference championship weekend for college football as well as the upcoming weekend for NFL. November, interesting month for uh, Menace 2 Picks. It was obviously not our best month overall. We had been on fire since basically the summer. Uh, October was our best month on, on record. Uh, September was a fantastic month. November was tough. Um, we were not overly excited about anything, uh, that went down as far as consistency. Were we having terrible days? I wouldn't call them terrible. We were, um, two and three a lot we were two and two a lot we would juice out with some of our plays but overall we're not going to let a tough stretch of sports handicapping break us down because we have a track record of success for a very long time so we are excited as ever to get it back going here in december it's a whole new month and uh, we're ready to bounce back quick we've always done that and anytime uh you start to hear a little bit of the negativity coming our way uh, we brushed it off quickly and um we rely on our loyal followers and loyal subscribers that have been with us for a very long time and, and have understood the success and understand kind of the ebbs and flows of, of how it is. Picking the games is one of the hardest things out there. Uh, the sports books are in business. So they know how to stay in business. The casinos <laughs> know how to stay in business. And there's a reason this is such a challenging thing. And it's why we started it all together to make these picks um in a, in a disciplined and organized way, a knowledgeable way, have some fun with it and make sure we're doing things the right way. So we're going to break down um, the Big Ten championship game. We're going to break down a little bit of SEC championship game, all the championship games that matter. College football is going to be thrilling. There's going to be upsets this weekend. And um, our two guests that we're going to have first, one of our uh, longtime subscribers and a member of our, our, our handicapping tournament, um, she has been somebody that's been, been following us basically since day one, and we've gone um, back and forth with, with her and her knowledge of um, her hometown team, the Iowa Hawkeyes, breaking down what, they're, what they have in front of them this weekend against the Michigan Wolverines, and then we'll have our West Coast Capper on later on to talk about uh, all the championship games as well as the NFL. So uh, with with um, without further ado, as Zach Smith likes to say, let's get to the show.
1: Michigan at the 41, what a hit! Ball's free, on the ground! South Carolina deserves to have it! Cloudy just says, I'll take care of business right here. I'll come off the ball and rock you and get it right back for our offense. 20, second and 10 for Fields. Fields to throw in. pump fake. Sacks, fires. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson! Now Burrow gonna launch downfield for Chase, who's got it! Touchdown, LSU. Stats Locked! Game.
0: Oh! The kick is oh! Gone. The Mountaineers are going to try to it's take it to the lead up. to the big out. 40, out. 20, 15. The Mountaineers are going to beat the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> this is Menace to Picks. All right, for this next segment, we are going to bring on one of our subscribers, Selena. Uh, she is an Iowa Hawkeye. She's been one of our loyal subscribers for a long time. She's been very knowledgeable and a help for us uh, handling things as it pertains to the Big Ten West. So, Selena, we appreciate you coming on uh, for this episode. How is everybody feeling in the state of Iowa with the Hawkeyes and the Big Ten West uh, champions headed to Indianapolis this weekend?
2: Oh, my God. You, you have no idea how excited we are. We were so thrilled to have everything just kind of fall into place like it did, Um I know you and I have talked, and um, you asked me about the win total for the season, and I had it projected at 9, so we're just thrilled that it was 10. Um, We did think that there was a chance that the schedule favored us this year and that it could happen for us to go to the Big Ten Championship, So, and it did. I mean, things had to kind of fall into place and go in our favor, but we are so excited. Everyone is yeah, congratulations.
0: Congratulations to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Of course, they were our preseason pick to win the Big Ten West. That's um, right. We, we yeah. were hope we were hoping uh, the Buckeyes would be able to be their opponent, of course, uh, knocked out of contention by the Michigan Wolverines, unfortunately, but still looking like a great matchup. Um, so, yeah, talk to us about Iowa a little bit this year. They started out really strong. They went on the road, crushed Maryland. Of course, Maryland turned out to be uh, pretty weak overall this year. But they, just how the season yeah. kinda went with his ebbs and flows, and all of a sudden, you know, you get the big win over over uh Nebraska, who gave a lot of teams trouble. They gave Ohio State trouble. They uh Michigan needed overtime to beat them, and then kind of sat there and watched uh Wisconsin, who looked really strong, uh fail to to beat um Minnesota there in the, the last game of the year.
2: Yeah, exactly. You're you nailed it all. We were not uh prepared for it to come down to the last game and have it kind of rely on Wisconsin. I think we, like I said, the schedule kind of favored us and we we knew Wisconsin obviously plays tough and we were at Wisconsin. And I think we thought, you know, Penn state obviously was going to be a a struggle, but that was at home. And um, the first six games, I think our defense absolutely dominated and kept us in all of those games and obviously helped open up the offense to, um, make our plays work more effectively. And, you know, we rely on our special teams quite a bit. Uh, we, I I felt like towards the middle of the season, our defense wasn't, I guess, helping us out as much. And then, you know, then it showed our struggling offense a little bit and we had to make some changes there. Um, Yeah. The first few games just uh, dominate with the defense and our special teams. It was, it was very exciting. I guess kudos to our, our coaches for making some adjustments when the defense wasn't scoring a lot of our points and kind of a win by any means possible mantra or mantra. Um, Our defense did help us out in that Nebraska game a lot with that black punt and or blocked. Yeah, that was a black punt. Um, for a touchdown. We did some, we made some changes with the offense. We, you know, Petrus was our starting quarterback and he did get hurt. And then we had Padilla come in and he, he's much more mobile as a quarterback. Um, Not really sure what happened in the Nebraska game, why they switched at the end, but uh, you know, the result is we won. So we can't go back and wonder what would have happened either way. So.
0: Right. As you mentioned, the the pieces kind of fallen in falling in line. And I mean, anytime you make a championship or win a championship, there's usually some sort of luck that goes along. And if you look back, Michigan, kind of the same thing. They needed a little luck to beat Nebraska and they needed a, a fourth quarter game winning drive to beat Penn state. You know, if, if they don't get the touchdown with Eric all uh, against man coverage versus Penn state, Ohio state would have already clinched the big 10 East Great. heading into their matchup with, with Michigan. So And, you know, Iowa the same way. Iowa just kept kind of taking care of business and getting it done, and then they did get a little bit lucky. So it sets up a matchup of, um, you know, two really good teams. Iowa's 10-2. and They're a hard team to beat, as you mentioned, that their defense uh, struggled a little bit when they're not able to create turnovers. So they open up as an 11-point underdog. um, And looking at this, Michigan looked like world beaters last week against Ohio State. I think – Iowa's defense is is completely different from Ohio State so I'm not sure this game's going to have the exact same vibe uh, on paper it mm-hmm. looks like Michigan is the better team. but just talk about I, I think you've done a pretty good job with with your picks in the tournament and our in our handicapping tournament and you know just speaking with you th- throughout the year of obviously you have a tremendous love for for the Hawkeyes mm-hmm. but also an understanding that um, you know that they, they still are kind of, a middle of the road team nationally. Do you think that they have an opportunity to cover or uh, possibly shock the Wolverines? Or how's the vibe?
2: Well, I'm hope I'm hoping that you know that the game against Ohio State that was huge and and they really showed up for that one. You know, maybe they'll be a little bit let down when they face Iowa. I'm not sure. I think it's going to be a definite like grind of a game or definite. Definitely favoring Iowa, you know, I think it'll be slower paced, not, yeah, they're not playing Ohio State. They're going to have to prepare a lot differently. Exactly. and
0: You know, yeah. and historically, even the Big Ten championship for, for the Buckeyes, um, particularly with these great Buckeye teams we've seen recently, uh, they've struggled a little bit to beat a Wisconsin or to beat Northwestern. Um, they've had some games that were closer than, than the experts would have predicted particularly in the first three quarters. And that speaks to Ohio State's biggest game of the year and what Ohio State prepares for year-round, which is beating Michigan. Mm -hmm. So they get that done, then they go play in Indianapolis against a good team like a Northwestern or a Wisconsin. And uh, Wisconsin there with Jonathan Taylor uh, almost beat the Ohio State Buckeyes a few years ago. And then, of course, uh, Ohio State did lose to to Michigan State. Urban Meyer's first Big Ten loss. So it is a letdown game, at least for the Buckeyes. So you think this could maybe be the same thing here with Michigan?
2: I, I think so. It, you know, we obviously have to keep our offense on the, on the positive. We have to, I don't want to quote Booger here, but, you know, you have to score more points than the other team to win. But uh, we have to sustain our drives. We have to keep our offense on the field have to keep our defense fresh and you know that's gonna be a struggle but i think it's gonna be a slow-paced game that is gonna maybe favor us i i think we could definitely cover i'm i've already put money on us to win i gotta have hope and believe that something can happen it's everything did fall into place and we got there and i don't i think they're gonna be all they're going to be all in on this,
0: obviously. So for sure, and and you know later on in this episode, um, you know I'm going to talk with with our West Coast capper, and and one of my points is somebody's going to lose this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all of the favorites will win. There's a lot. There's 10, 10 or so championship games, and there's just no way that every favorite's going to get it done. Whether it's going to be Georgia or Michigan, Cincinnati. Um, somebody that we expect to win is probably going to lose. That's how that's how um, college football works. You just rarely see a week without you know something surprising happen. We saw it last week with Ohio State, where you know for the last eight years and for the last seventeen years Ohio State has pretty much looked invincible against Michigan, and it certainly didn't appear like that at all. You know I was I was at that game, so uh, yeah, you just don't know. And I don't hate the the money line play on some of these games because say you put you know 10 units on a couple um long shots that are plus 280 or plus 300 all you have to do is get one of those in to mm-hmm. um to be plus money so and then obviously you know putting a little money in just as a celebration and and hoping your team can get there would would be awesome for for Iowa to get it done so can we get a uh, a score prediction
2: oh yeah well i guess in in my perfect world it's it's going to be Let's say 20 to 17. I think we're gonna score a little bit but I like
0: I like that and you know you talked about that point of it's gonna be a it's not the Ohio State game the Ohio State game uh, over under was in the mid 60s and it went over uh, as we, we pointed out that that game has gone over I want to say eight straight years when we look at this over under the totals in the mid 40s mm-hmm. so a completely different game it's gonna feel different and if I was able to, to keep the game close into the halftime, Um, it's going to create a little bit of nerves knowing that Michigan's a great team. Another point that I have is Iowa's style of play doesn't really allow for the disruption of a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, you know, with Ohio state dropping back to throw 50 times a game. That's just opportunities for Aiden Hutchinson to get in there, cause holding penalties,
2: Mm -hmm. um,
0: cause false starts. But the fact that, that Iowa plays a pretty traditional style that like, look, if I was them, I would be thinking, I want to run the ball right at him with our fullback. Blocking him first, run some power. Make sure we're hitting him with two or three guys running right at him, instead of you know letting him do what he was doing against Ohio State, which was just play one on one and try to get in the backfield. Uh So um, you know there's some things there to like about Iowa.
2: Yeah, and we're we are our our offensive line is a little bit healthier. Our running game has worked. You know, it's not against Michigan, but it's worked a little bit better the last couple of games too. So I think. That probably will come into play for sure. And Petrus is the starting quarterback again, and he's a little less, like we said, mobile. And and I think that's going to have a favor to the running game also. So I'm I'm assuming that's where they're going to be looking towards. And hopefully a couple little razzle dazzle things, but I don't think they'll pull out too much.
0: No, for sure.
2: Pretty traditional,
0: yeah. Yeah, Michigan's run defense is not um, not tops. You know, they, they they play a defense where they're playing cover four, cover five, where they're really trying to prevent big plays. It's going to take Iowa being pretty disciplined to um, not fumble, not turn the ball over, no penalties, because it is going to be a grind to get down the field. Michigan doesn't allow you to throw the ball over the top, but if I, if Iowa could do it, this game could be close. And again, that letdown spot is key. Um, I don't hate a teaser if you can get them and, and move them all the way up to 17 or 18 points. I don't see Iowa getting completely blown out, as you mentioned, just because of the style of play. So, mm-hmm. Selena, we appreciate you coming on. Final thoughts about the minutes two picks or about the uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes this weekend or anything else in the college football slate?
2: Oh, and the whole slate. No, I've we have been seriously riding a high on this whole we got to the championship and making plans. I, we actually bought tickets a third week into the season. So we are, we are just pretty stoked. I, we have carved out time to watch the other games, you know, trying to plan out our day, obviously have to watch Georgia and Alabama. And uh, I'm kind of torn, you know, I, I don't want to see Alabama win the game, but then Georgia's just been so dominant. So I don't know. I, I really haven't, thought too much ahead of iowa been on my brain so sorry i don't have much for you there
0: all good okay well um best of luck to you guys we appreciate you coming on
2: thanks so much
0: yep we'll see you take care bye all right for this next segment we're going to bring in our west coast capper it's been a few weeks since we've had a chance to speak with him we've been talking buckeye football we've been talking nfl west coast capper is going to catch us up uh first of all sir how are you doing out there on the West Coast?
1: Loving it like always. It's a beautiful day in America here on the West Coast. I think it's going to be 85 today here in Tucson.
0: I was at the uh, the game. It was not 85. It was um, 30. It wasn't freezing cold. It was uh, nice. the The sights were amazing. It was something out of a movie. Snow whipping in sideways. But the weather, I don't think, really affected the game that much um as we uh, mentioned at the top of the hour top of the show the Buckeyes for whatever reason they just didn't have it uh they didn't seem to want this game as bad as they've wanted it in years past uh there was something missing from what the Buckeyes were doing your thoughts on Michigan the team up north taking down the Buckeyes for the first time in 10 years
1: well to be quite honest I hate to be that guy but I told you so at the start of the season I said the one game, even they lost the, the, the big game originally early in the season. They still had a chance to make it to the playoffs. I knew that going to Michigan uh, at the end of the season was going to be very difficult. I saw Michigan play the first two or three games, and they looked like a different Michigan team to me, much more explosive, m- much bigger and stronger and faster, and um, can play down, score points and play down the field a little bit as well. So, it looked to me like a problem going to Michigan uh, to try to win that game.
0: And you were you were on that early in the season. If you'd listened to our podcast, you'd you'd mentioned that several times that you thought that game was uh, going to be a tough game for the Buckeyes. We didn't. Obviously, we put a lot lot of investment into the Buckeyes winning that game, particularly just looking at historical stats and what the games look like recently. So, was this game as big of an upset? as you know it seemed or you know was michigan they're just maybe as good or you know they had a home game at least
1: uh no that that, that i do not think that was an upset uh for michigan uh that was a uh, just an absolute kind of manhandling you know the, the big 10 is you know the two the two lines the the offensive and defensive lines and they just dominated uh, both lines and so, you know, the question is by some of the people I'm hearing on uh, television today is does Ohio State have to now rethink how they recruit um, uh, as, as they looked at some of the season, uh, some of the line play. So, you know, Michigan got him. It took 10 years, you know, fair, uh, fair job by uh, Harbaugh and Michigan in the big blue. But, you know, I look for Ohio State to rebound. Um, they're great every season, and it just makes for a great rivalry. But, you know, let's let's face it, Ohio State had their number for a decade.
0: <laughs> right. So uh, we love the West Coast Capper because the West Coast Capper Is uh, will give you the objective perspective on anything. He's got no affiliation to anyone. He basically hates everything. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Right, um, right. There's um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of truth in that. that. That's what makes it funny. There's a little bit of truth in that.
0: Right. So, um, talking about Michigan heading on, I think this is a tough game for them. Uh, Vegas right away made them an 11-point favorite over the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa was both of our preseason picks to be playing in this game, we thought, against the Buckeyes. We were really sharp in those predictions, other than obviously the Buckeyes falling short in the second half against Michigan. Um, but for me, this is a tough game because you got your biggest win in a decade, right, beating the Buckeyes. And now you got to go play Iowa, who they're not very good, but they're not bad either.
1: I've been, a, I've been in this situation before where you have a huge win and have to turn right around and play somebody really freaking good. And uh, to be quite honest with you, it's really hard to come back after probably your biggest win in your career – to come back the next week and have to get it done all over again, I look for Iowa to cover that spread, maybe win the game. I know that sounds crazy, but it is really difficult to uh, go back to back after probably the biggest win they've had.
0: Well, let's well, let's say this happens. Let's say Iowa gets the ball first, and they go down the field and put up points, and then Michigan goes down the field and they get caught in a fourth and one on the thirty and they go for it, Iowa gets the stop. So now Iowa's got the ball back. It's almost the end of the first quarter, and Michigan hasn't took the lead yet. Um, a little bit like the recipe for the Buckeyes last week. You know, Iowa's got the propensity to be able to do that. They're really well coached. They're going to be prepared for the game. Totally agree. This is a lock of the month, a 30-unit play for me, and if you don't trust it enough, you could tease it. Find somewhere else. Maybe it's Houston. getting. T- you could move Houston up to a 20-point underdog against Cincinnati. Um, and then I and then Iowa plus seventeen, or excuse me, seventeen point um, spread with with uh, it's 11, 11 with Houston. So you could move that up to seventeen. Then you could move Iowa up to seventeen with a six point teaser. I feel like you're in good shape. So yeah, tough game here. So yeah, talking about the Bearcats, do they have an easy game against Houston? They're eleven point favorite.
1: Yeah, you see, man, and you know we were all hoping that both of them would get in. UC and Ohio State, but now we're down to the Bearcats. And it's just incredible uh, being from Cincinnati to the feeling that the Cincinnati Bearcats football, not basketball, has a chance to play in the final four is just absolutely ridiculous. The city is going absolutely bonkers. Every bar in town, everybody eating Gold Star chili, everybody going to graders, you know, it's off the chart right now.
0: So, uh, all they got to do is win the game. They, if they win this game, they'll be in the playoff. Um, is this an easy game? Is Are they going to go in? No. Are they going to beat Houston?
1: No, Cincinnati's been struggling, to be quite honest with you. Not the difficult starts. You know, they're leaving themselves wide open for kind of a nightmare. And it scares the bejeebies out of me the way that they've been, you know, really slow out of the gate in, in uh, many of these games in the last half of the season. I know we always say, you know, Luke Fickle, you know, he's only interested in, in uh, you know, winning the game down the stretch here. But, man, they cannot get off to a slow start in this game. This, You know, Houston's good.
0: And I agree. And if you watch the East Carolina game, which we had picked East Carolina, uh, Cincinnati scored on a short field, and then they scored on a blocked field goal. Um, so two of their touchdowns were really set up by fortunate things that you're not going to be able to rely on. You know, they blocked a punt and they blocked a field goal. Uh, you're not going to be able to rely on that. So I'm going to take Houston as well. I think this is going to be a tough game and I think there's a ton of pressure on Cincinnati and a ton of pressure on Michigan. And again, uh, style points mean nothing for either of those teams, uh, getting out of there with a win. If that means you're up 10 and you just want to punt the ball back to make sure nothing crazy happens, that's what you do.
1: Style points are going to mean nothing, and I might take, I might take the underdog in both those games and the points, and uh, put them together. That's that's how, that's how close those coaches are going to play it to the vest, uh, in those games.
0: So would you would you even consider possibly playing both underdogs a little bit on the money line? Like if you get one of them, you're going to get paid out more, right? If, if, yeah, if I you think play,
1: that's. That's a little bit rougher. I mean that's that you know, that's being pretty bold. Uh, but I like it. You know, I love it because that's why we're here. Um
0: Good, but but, I'm telling you right now, the chances of every favorite winning this Saturday. I don't see
1: it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something's happening.
1: Something's happening. Something's happening. I feel it too, but you know, the points you know, in Vegas, you know, we always talk about it. Uh, those guys aren't dumb those guys that uh, spread make the make that uh, make that line they're not dumb they've made a lot of money for Vegas those hotels keep growing and uh, so to be honest with you I, you know it, there, there's too many points involved on both sides um, for me to take uh, the money line on one of those two games
0: Oklahoma State is a favorite here against Baylor um, but to me this almost looks like a pick' Uh, I think Oklahoma State's a little bit better than Baylor. As Baylor has two losses, Oklahoma State's got one. Oklahoma State's been covering pretty well. Obviously, they won by four. It was a push last week against Oklahoma. I look at this game on paper almost like a pick, despite the fact that um, you know Oklahoma State's got one less loss. Is this yeah. a, how do you like this game, or is this just a pass?
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And you know how I am sometimes with these picks. Sometimes I'm I'm a uh, I'm a pass on the pick'ems. Um, just not enough involved for me, but uh, I, I think it's a pick'em all the way. I couldn't agree with you more.
0: Well, that would lead me to believe you that you might take the points because Oklahoma State is favored, you know, yeah. but it's kind of get that vibe of like anything could happen here, right? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it,
0: would you put what do you what do you, State, what
1: do you have this spread at right now? Because I, I think I had it at like three and a half or something.
0: Yeah, right in there. Three and a half, four and a half. Yeah,
1: article. so I so it's a it's a field goal.
0: Um, so do you think if Oklahoma State wins that game, are they are they in the playoffs?
1: No, if Cincinnati wins, there's I think they're going to keep them in there. I don't think they want to get into this thing with, especially with Houston now in the top twenty. Now, if Houston was still uh, above a ranking of a twenty, then I think there's a chance they might get in. Yes, but the fact that Houston is now at sixteen or fifteen. I think uh, Cincinnati will stay in if they win that game, even if they just flat-out win it.
0: Quickly, on um, the Pac-12, and then we'll finish with SEC, the Pac-12 uh, rematch, Utah's a slight favorite, two and a half, three points over Oregon. Is it going to look like Utah already waxed Oregon one time? Is it going to look like that, or is Oregon turning the tide on them?
1: No, nah, not turning. When you get whacked, it's hard to turn the tide. I've I've learned that in in this crazy world too.
0: <laughs> right, if you lose close, you know maybe you do, but if you get yeah, they, smacked around a little bit,
1: yeah, they, the, as soon as things go go south, uh, somehow people remember that. Every everybody remembers it. The fans.
0: So Utah short short favorite. Are you going to take the points? Or are you going Are you going to uh, have them to cover? Or are you going to play the money line?
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have them cover. Yeah, I think it's what what was it? Um,
0: it's only two and, uh, and a half, was, three and a half points. Yeah, was, yeah,
1: yeah, it's the same thing there, same thing there. But I'm – those, those with those points. I think it's a field goal because they're going to get a field goal in that game.
0: Right, totally agree that there will be a field goal made um, that's going to you know, make that a nice spot for you anyway. So, uh, last one here, Georgia Bulldogs been the best team all year. But when you look back, they haven't really played anybody all that good. Uh, now they've crushed everybody. They've dominated. But, you know, their biggest win maybe – going back now was Clemson in week one in a close game. Uh, you know, they haven't played in Alabama. Um, you know, I guess they, they did handle Arkansas. Um, you know, they, they haven't had this gauntlet of an SEC schedule, really. They, they've kind of been, you know, just crushing teams every week. Now, Bama's not as good as they usually are, and Bama's a six-point underdog. Does Georgia cover? Does Bama make this an interesting game? Does, you know, Nick Saban pull something out of his ass and beat Georgia again?
1: It doesn't appear to me like Nick Saban's able to pull sh- uh, shit out of his ass this year, um, and and because the games there there's been what four games that they could have lost this year. I mean, it got scary at the end of some of those games and during those games. So not against Georgia, not this year. Um, if you know there, I think Georgia will cover that spread, and um, Alabama will still be in somehow. <laughs>
0: somehow. So, yeah, I mean there's so many scenarios and we could and we could go over and we're not going to spend all day doing that cuz we're mostly picking the games. But yeah, Alabama, you know, it would take them absolutely getting blown out for the committee to move them lower than about 5 or 6. winning that game. We know that, but
1: I just don't I just this, that team's good, man. It's hard. You know, Alabama's uh, given up some yardage and some points this year, and um, and, and Georgia doesn't let allow that to happen. <laughs> so we'll pop
0: over to the NFL here because I'm in agreement with that. I think Georgia wins that game, um, and I think they win that game comfortably. Uh, that just, yeah, it's going to be one of those Georgia games. It's not going to be a high scoring game, but it'll be a game Georgia's in, in control. And I think Georgia's quarterback's a little bit better than people realize. They got two guys yeah. that are co- that are competent.
1: Yep. turnovers is gonna. It, it's some weird stuff's gonna happen if if Alabama's to win that game, it's gonna be some weird stuff.
0: Yeah, block punt, something like. That.
1: Block punt, yeah. Um,
0: let's hop over the NFL. So the Cleveland Browns, um, Cleveland Browns lost on. The hey, let's table. talk.
1: Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. Hey, they, you know, if it's not broke. Don't fix it. Don't bring in Odell Beckham. It wasn't broke. And you did it. And everybody, it nothing nothing was the same from that point on.
0: Right. So here they are. And they last night, teams that had thrown four interceptions in a football contest, in a National Football League contest, teams that had thrown four picks like Lamar Jackson did on Sunday Night Football were 0 and 54 in the last 54 times a quarterback has thrown five interceptions the browns got four picks and lost they were the first team to lose in 55 contests when they when they caught four interceptions ugly loss for the browns
1: that is ugly and he uh, he hasn't scored more than or he scored less than uh, baker i'm talking about the browns and baker have scored 14 points or less in i believe 6 of their games
0: Right. Partic- I mean, the Bengals game was the outlier. Um uh, the Bengals you know they they threw the pick six to Denzel Ward. That yeah, was it was very outlier. very
1: early. Very early in the season.
0: And then they turned the they turn the, the ball over. But um Baker, he's not good for me. I think they need to go another direction.
1: Well, he's hurt. He's hurt and he he's got so many I think he's got three pretty good injuries. And I don't I don't know how he's you can play quarterback in the NFL. You know, uh, what's his name? Brady's younger than him right now. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Uh, so honest, I think they're off. He week. looks younger. He, Brady looks younger than him right now. Feels younger. Acts younger.
0: So they're off this week. They don't play. The Ravens play. And... The Ravens are playing the Steelers on the road, and this is a game that always is decided by three points. The Ravens are a short favorite in the game. Uh, the bet that I love, and I'm only doing one bet, is this game to be decided exactly by three points. It's been decided by three points so many times with a Justin Tucker field goal. And these bets usually you can get like 10-1 to 1 or 12-1 to 1 out of it. Other than that, I don't really care who wins. Uh, the Steelers are a joke right now. The Ravens are kind of a joke. This is a toilet bowl AFC North game for teams that are five, what five five and one and eight and three or something. These teams are nowhere near what they could be right now. Thoughts well, on this
1: game? injuries and and uh, and the Ravens, you know, a little bit beat up early in the season, but the, the Steelers continuing to go with. Um, I watched him last couple of weeks, Big Ben, you know, everyone, everyone roots for Big Ben, man. He's a big part of the NFL for so many years. He is not what he used to be. And it's, it's kind of hard for me to even watch. It's like watching an old prize fighter almost and just getting beat up out there and slugged and can't move and can't throw. And gosh, it was hard for me, hard for me to watch after watching NFL all these years. So I don't know. I'm almost, I, I feel like uh, Tomlin's going to find some way to be, have a winning season again as he always does but if he does it this year it's it's smoke and mirrors
0: right so uh how are you feeling about this game against against Baltimore do did you, did you like the, the prop bet of uh decided by three points one way or the other
1: yeah I do I do like that I like the prop bet yeah but I, I kind of do kind of be a fun bet in this game because you know both teams are not what any of us expected them to be
0: No, and it's funny. The Ravens have the great record, but they don't appear to me like they're threatening. Like the New England Patriots or the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. Even the Cincinnati Bengals look better than them uh, right now. So the Bengals play the Chargers at home. They're a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Chargers are Jekyll and Hyde like all time. You can watch the the Chargers at any given time and think that they might be going to the Super Bowl or they could be getting crushed by the Denver Broncos on the road like they did this week. So uh, an interesting matchup here. Uh, The Chargers have a poor defensive uh, kind of rating against the run, and right now Joe Mixon is on fire. He scored two touchdowns in six straight games, I think. So uh, do you like the Bengals to win this game versus the Chargers?
1: Man, I do. I do. And, and, you know, the Chargers are showing some uh, chinks in the armor. You know, all of us thought they were just going to roll – uh through the middle of the season and towards the end and now it's the Bengals that you know and I always when teams are streaking and peaking a little bit I always pick them uh to cover so you know I just you know I do I do the Vegas thing I I bet the streak
0: yeah I'm on the Bengals again you know we've been on them a lot yeah yeah, we have we took them to beat um the Raiders as a lock of the year we took them last week as a um as a Parlay to win, straight up to win with Manchester City, and Manchester City started off the day with a two of victory uh, over West Ham, who's a good who's a good football club over there. And all all that uh, the Bengals had to do was win, and they ended that game by the end of the first quarter. So, yeah.
1: um, man, that was that was crazy.
0: The Monday night football game is electric. Um, we're talking about a serious matchup. The Buffalo Bills. Let me check the spread real quick. The Buffalo Bills are a three-point home favorite against the New England Patriots, who look unstoppable right now. Um, really, the Patriots, the only thing they had been missing was Tom Brady, but it looks like they got the rookie of the year. They have a bona fide NFL stud at Mac Jones, which doesn't surprise us at all. We loved him at Bama. Um, yeah. So, is a huge game. NF- or AFC East uh, going to decide the championship in this division between these two teams. The Bills, a three-point favorite over the Patriots, how are you feeling about this matchup, or is this again, one just too hard to pick?
1: No, no. I'm again. I'm taking. I take the streaks. You know, I. I, I think the Patriots have won six in a row, so I i I'm not one to go against that I know and the weather's not going to affect them. Both teams are used to you know cold, snowy weather. I mean it, it won't be affected by that and the the way that they're talking about this young quarterback is incredible the way that people are talking about it. he's he he's he spends he's the first guy you know at the facility and the last guy to leave it's 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 all the things that I'm sure Belichick was hoping for.
0: He doesn't miss when he's got time, he puts the ball where it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah. His accuracy is remarkable for for a rookie quarterback. And he's I'm only, gonna, go ahead.
1: He's only about six three though. He's not like Brady six five, right? He's six two, 6'3", six three, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Normal and like a normal yeah. size, average quarterback. He's not some, you know, yeah. freak of nature. Um. So yeah, I'm in agreement here. I think the public's going to be taking the Bills to win this game at home. But I'll be um, interested.
1: Yeah, I'll watch i gonna be interested to watch the uh, betting, you know, the, the weight of the betting. That that will be something interesting to watch in this one.
0: A true handicapper, our west coast capper, l'experto del, del oeste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know about that. I don't know about that. I still love I still love Vegas, still love the line.
0: Yes, sir. Well, West Coast Capper, we appreciate you. Uh, sportsbook Joker here, Menace2Picks, Patreon.com, forward slash Menace2Picks. Hope we got you ready. I think some crazy shit's going to happen on Saturday, and I don't blame people for just firing some money line underdogs because somebody's <laughs> getting beat, whether it's Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Georgia. Not all of them are going to win. Somebody, maybe two or three of them are going to lose. You can feel it in the air tonight, Phil Collins.
1: All if, right. someone, if someone wins big, though, they can buy me a drink in Vegas anytime.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. We'll see you at the windows.
1: All right. See you at the windows. And here we go. Michigan at the 41. What a hit! Ball's free, on the ground. South Carolina deserves to have it. Cloudy just says, I'll take care of business right here. I'll come off the ball and rock you and get it right back for our offense. Second and 10 for Fields. Fields to throw it. Pump fake. Sacks. Fires. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. Now Burrow going to launch downfield for Chase. Who's got it? Touchdown, LSU. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken <laughs> <laughs> this is Menace to Picks.